0: Catch new episodes of Dial the Gate weekends at youtube.com dialthegate. And for the latest schedule, visit dialthegate.com. Helpful if I turn my mic on. There we go. Welcome everyone to episode twenty-nine of Dial the Gate. Rick is laughing at me. <laughs> my name is David Reed. Welcome to the show, everyone. Happy Sunday to you. We got through another week. Uh, I have a, a tremendous uh, actor on uh, the uh, other screen with me here. We're going to be bringing him in in just a moment. Very fortunate to have him. Been watching him for years now. You name a sci-fi show. There's a very reasonable chance he's in it, and a lot of other great content uh, besides. But before we get started, if you like Stargate and you want to see more content like this on YouTube, it would mean a great deal if you click that like button. It really makes a difference with YouTube's algorithm, and will definitely help the show grow its audience. Please also consider sharing this video with a Stargate friend, and if you want to get notified about future episodes, click the subscribe icon. Giving the bell icon a click will notify you the moment a new video drops, and you'll get my notification of any last minute guest changes. This is key if you plan on watching live. Clips from this live stream will be released over the course of the next several days on both the Dial the Gate and GateWorld.net YouTube channels. I'm going to go ahead and talk with Rick. You all in the uh, YouTube gallery talks amongst yourselves. We have moderators standing by here to submit um, uh, your questions into the chat for Rick. And I'll be taking those as we move throughout the show. And then afterwards, I have some Kitano art to show everybody. And we'll be talking about our sponsors as well. And enough yapping out of me. Mr. Rickworthy, yes. hello, sir.
1: Mr. Rick, thank man, I'm so happy, David. Thank you for thank you for this. Thank you for this. I, you know, <laughs> I have always
0: been a tremendous fan, and I was like, you know, trying to figure out when is the right time to ask to bring him in, and it's like, you know what, wave one. Let's just go out there and yeah. see if he'd be, be interested because wow. we talked on Dial the, uh, dialing home uh, two years yeah. ago, the MGM project that is no longer around. Yeah, I don't we think were, that we were. With Christopher Judge. Yeah, we,
1: were, we, were, we were in Vancouver at the Sutton Hotel, uh, and uh, was, I think I ordered, like, you, you and Chris ordered, like, five bowls of french fries. You asked for
0: french fries. We were like, what can we <laughs> get for you? And like, the french fries will do it. The french fries will do it. Yeah, I was there with Chris. We were filming for, for uh, Dialing Home, and I was running through the Sutton downstairs, and I, I told this story before on the other one. Uh, I was like, I think I just saw a Cylon. <laughs> I was like, It is! <laughs> It's Simon, but he it's was that fracking fracking Cylon, those toasters. But I was like, you know yes. what, this, we were going to have you on the show. We wanted to have you on that one. It's like, he's downstairs yeah. right now. And you yeah. had your dog kenneled or something. We managed to sneak you in for about 45 minutes. Didn't yes. get to nearly talk about enough with you. So I'm really glad to have you on now.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. I had a lovely time hanging out with you and Chris that day. Um, and um, isn't he awesome? You no, know, it's. It, yeah, man. Yeah, and like he's so cool, and 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 um, I think I, you know I've said this before in a couple of interviews. Like people have asked me, "What's what's your all time favorite job you've ever had?" And I always say, "Well, it's it's sort of hard to rank them, but I will all, I always say Stargate's in my top five. Like easy, easily in my top five. You know, like it's it's just it was an experience, and Chris made it wonderful. You know, I have to just be very honest. Uh, he, he was he, as well as Peter
0: Peter Delaue. Peter DeLuise and, directed and, uh, the Warrior. And Chris uh, was the story by for your episode. It was yes. his concept. Story by, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Why is
0: so, it in uh, your top five? Is it the people? Is it the story? It was, um, is it what it, it did for your career?
1: It, I think it was the. It was the. Um, I was a fan of the show to start with, and I, I, I okay. you know, like I, and I love the movie, of course, and, okay. and uh, with Kurt Russell and. And I, when the series came on, I said, oh, they're making a series out of like one of my favorite films, man. Like this, is, this is, should be really cool, you know? So, and, and I started watching it, you know, from, from the first season and I thought it was, I thought it was fun and great and different and, and really, you know, really well done. So I became a fan of the series. And then um, I, I, I was just kind of ready to do something different, man, you know? Like I was I, just a couple of, maybe two, three years before that, I had just come off of Magnificent Seven. We got canceled. We were on CBS, and um, you know, I had a couple of jobs in between. I worked a bit on Star Trek, and, um, but you know, Battlestar and all that—that that was later. That was after Stargate. You know, so um, so Stargate was the role in the role of Katano. Like it really kind of put me back in the sci-fi game, the world. You know, and and, and I was ready for it because I, I love science fiction. And, um, it was, it was fun and challenging. And Peter said, here's the second I got to set Peter DeLuise gave me his cell phone number. He said, dude, if you had any questions about anything, any of the mythology, anything, the story, you can, He's call your man. day or night." Yeah. Yeah. He said, let me know like 24 seven. Let me know because you gotta, you have to be on this, you know? And, so I take it directors was,
0: don't do that. Give you, give out their cell phones openly.
1: I don't think so i mean not i mean not, not not often you know i guess unless it's a like a you know like it's sort of you know special situation but the mythology of the show like you have to understand this the show you have to understand what a Goa'uld is you have to understand what jaffa warrior is you know and and uh, what what the stargate is and how it works and you know and and, and I, I soaked it all up you know like a sponge so i, I was ready for it and I, I was physically ready for it too like i was ready to do something that incorporated fighting and stunt stunt fighting you know, and you're taekwondo
0: all- training, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And
1: and this when I got there, they, they I remember the first thing they asked me was, "Can you do anything? Like, can you do kicking? Can you do punches?" Well, let me tell you,
0: I can yeah. flip <laughs> myself in the air like a rag doll. Yeah, exactly. Right.
1: <laughs> and I said, I can. Yeah, you know, I, I, I maybe I'll, I'll. And I always say, I'll I will try for sure. You know, but I, I I could do a lot of the stuff that they wanted me to do. There were a couple of things in the fight that weren't me you know but but you know i but like especially with facing me with the camera facing my face i really tried to do it myself you know so i i did about 92 percent of the fighting you know
0: i want to come back to more of that that was uh, the matrix had just come out um yeah uh, peter wanted to do uh, a very unique uh uh, track shot with the camera where it's in a little bit more slow motion i want to get to that in a little bit one of the cooler yeah, yeah. shots of the entire franchise uh, yeah. have you been a sci-fi fan since you were little um and what uh what captivates <laughs> you about the genre? when did you really get into it and and um well, I was born in nineteen sixty seven and and
1: um one of the first shows that I fell in love with at the age of what five was lost in space and um you know uh, and then of course star Trek the original series you know like I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Like me and my brother, like you know, all the kids in our neighborhood, we love we loved Star Trek. <laughs> like we wanted to be on board the Enterprise, you know, and, and and go to go to other worlds, you know. Like it was so cool, man, you know. And it was so racially diverse, and you, like you would see Uhura, and then you would see um, Spock and Kirk, and like all these different all these different um, uh, races all together aboard this ship, and they're all off together, ex- you know, exploring the world.
0: One you common know, they, they goal. One common goal,
1: you know, and and, and and it was, you know, to boldly go where, you know, where no one has gone before. And I was like, man, that's so cool, you know, and I think that stayed with me my whole life, you know, and I, it stayed with me all the way up until um, I really became an actor, you know, and I came to L.A. 25 years ago. I wanted to be a cop on NYPD Blue because I thought, you know, I love NYPD Blue. I think it's mm. one of the best series like ever I've, I've ever seen. Um, one of the best pilots I've ever seen was the pilot of NYPD Blue. And um, I came, I did an episode of NYPD Blue. It took about a year and it wasn't, it was, it was cool. It was fun, but it wasn't, it wasn't fireworks. Like it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like it didn't hit me. And, um, and then my agent called me and said, um, do you like Star Trek? And I said, yeah, I freaking love Star Trek. Well, I like Star Trek. <laughs> Do I like Star Trek? Yeah. I was like, that's the golden question. You know, that's the $50,000 question. And then she, I said, yes, I do. And she said, well, um, there's going to be, there's a video game that they're making called the Klingon Warrior. It's, they're going to shoot it live action, you know, like an eight day shoot you know, or a 12 day shoot or something. And um, uh, I got for an audition to be one of the Cylons. If you want it. I said, yeah, I want it. You know? So I went to, went to Paramount, auditioned, met Jonathan Frakes and uh, a few other casting directors that were in the room. And Jonathan liked me and he hired me you know and and that got me on the uh, on the sci-fi radar
0: i didn't know you were in star trek klingon i love that video game do you really i love it and borg that came after it yeah Yeah, because galron is is the will this be the right decision will that be the right decision make a decision it's a brilliant (laughs) game it's one of the it was uh, experimental technology the whole thing is video it's clickable you know choose your own adventure so yeah, yeah that's great that you were part of that
1: I'm so I did not know that you first of all you're the very first person you're the very first person ever that that I have met who says oh I love that game or even not only that but that you know the game because a lot of people a lot of people like well was that was it an episode of a series I'm like no it was an action live action
0: mm hmm it was one of the reasons why when I graduated from college my final was a choose your own adventure DVD movie Right on. Yeah. Yeah. Directed. And like produced. you have an
1: option of how. At fifteen going to different end. endings. Yeah. Fifteen different endings. Yeah. 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 And now and, you know on
0: Netflix we've got you know Black, Black Mirror shooting episodes like that so it was way well ahead of its time.
1: Well ahead of, it, ahead of its time. That's twenty five years ago. Mm-hmm. You know. So I mean, the, and now you know we're living in the tech, the age of you know this. You exactly. Know, and
0: phones, and, and you know, unfortunately, like, little little big. else than this. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've always wanted to ask you, 3947,
1: <laughs> three,
0: yeah. how did you breathe?
1: <laughs> I, I, it was really hard, man, it, because you're basically, 3947, um, Star Trek Voyager, Voyager. Mm-hmm. that was my very first, um, in fact, I was doing a uh, podcast interview maybe three, four weeks ago. Um, and they asked me about that, too. They said, what was it like working on Star Trek Voyager? Because um, they love Voyager and, and DS9 and Enterprise. And I said, well, that was my very first. Well, actually, I did a, I did a podcast with Garrett uh, and Robbie.
0: Yes. Yeah, the Delta Flyers. Yeah.
1: Delta Flyers, yeah. And <laughs> they, they, they asked me, they both asked me, they said, what was it like being inside the, the suit, you know, the robot suit? And I said, man, it was, it was cool as hell, but it was really hard to, to, to visually see anything. Because I just had tiny little dots where the eyes were. And if you know this if you know the episode, like 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 you know the episode, I know the episode, the, the character looks like a mannequin.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know. Yeah. In fact, I think Jonathan Frakes even said, Yeah, this you look like a really cool, like badass
0: mannequin, you know. <laughs> it's very simple. It's very, very simple Cylon lo- similar, you know, but very, it's the, the yeah. everything is in the articulations of the performance. He's very right. formal, yeah. you know. Did, was yeah. the dialogue pre-recorded so you could mime it, or did you actually try to communicate the dialogue through that Man, face, a la Anthony Daniels, C three PO?
1: That's exactly what I did. Yeah, and I, I, I had to push through the mannequin mask. Yeah, um, and 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 speak as audibly as I as I as I could, you know. But I had to, I had to ADR the entire performance. Of course. Um, yeah, yeah, and and I'm I'm one of these. Actors, I like. I, I'm one of these freakish actors. I, I love ADR. I love a second chance if if if, if I need it. You know, make it. And I said I'm going to probably ADR this entire thing and I ADR the whole thing. And and, and um, uh, I'm glad I am glad that I did. You
0: know? Well, and and I'm sure having Roxanne, you know, at the other end of a lot of yeah. those scenes was fantastic. And what a, what a director she's turned into, man. Oh man, so she's directing
1: everything. <laughs> I know
0: her Amanda Tapping and Amanda. Am- yeah. Have you had a chance to uh, work I with Amanda not. yet as a director? Yeah.
1: I have not. She oh. directed, I would say at least one, maybe two episodes of *The Magicians*. Uh, my last gig, and but I, I was not in those episodes. But I saw oh. her on set. You okay. know, I saw her walk by, or you know, she was in the office picking up scripts or whatever it was. And I said, "Oh man, that's awesome!" You know, I, I, you know, and I'm thinking, I hope I hope am in the next episode so I can work with her. But yeah. absolutely.
0: But I, before I get off of *Star Trek*, I was always yeah. hoping that the *Equinox* crew. Uh, would make a return appearance in season six and seven because you, you were yeah. finally on that ship and yeah. you know we never followed yeah. up on what happened to lessing so. i
1: know <laughs>
0: <laughs> i um were you hoping yeah. at that point oh i've got to be in the next two seasons somewhere even if it's one episode i was hoping yeah, yeah. of
1: course yeah yeah but it didn't, didn't work out that way
0: so. but you got yeah you got insurrection so
1: insurrection there's yeah, that. that was that that, that's the episode where um, I learned the art of what, what Jonathan Frakes calls submarine acting. And submarine acting, is, submarine acting is when you're in a ship in outer space, but the hull of the ship starts cracking. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, he said it, was the, it was the coolest thing. Like he said, okay, I'm going to teach everybody how to do this. It's called submarine acting. You have to pretend you're in a submarine, like deep in the ocean, and then <laughs> you hear a... And then water starts creeping in, you know, <laughs> and then you're like, like, you're like "Shit!" <laughs> you know, and, and, and if you think about it, that will scare the hell out of
0: you. Of you course so, it will. Yeah, you're about to decompress it's, it's, it's and
1: implode. Absolutely, you're like death is imminent, baby. Like in a, in a matter of seconds. So oh, um, um, it, it was really, it was really fun working with him. And uh, um, even though I was, I was on set for just maybe two weeks,
0: and some amazing weeks. prosthetic makeup. But at least you could see that yeah. time.
1: So. Yeah. I could see, and, and I had a big lizard head.
0: Exactly. And,
1: you know, yeah, and um, um, he, he was a cool character, you know. The, the I, I, was it Ilorian office?
0: He was an Elor- Yeah, separation in twenty seconds. Counting down. Yes, that's it. Separation five seconds. <laughs> like, Half to- seconds. <laughs> I have to say, you know, you don't even have to be watching the screen. You hear your voice. It's like I know exactly who that is, and I think it's one of the reasons that you were that you were picked for right. um, uh, the warrior is you you are an orator. You know, you can the, the lines in the or in the warrior. Some of those lines are so magnetic, and you can see how people, be they good, somewhere in the middle, or evil are just like, mm-hmm. wow, this person is captivating. I mean, you look at um, these old reels of Hitler, and it's like, man, I can, you can you yeah. can see the magnetism there. And even yeah. someone like Kitano, who was actually a villain at the end, boy, right. oh, boy, you you can understand why people would just flock to him.
1: Yeah, and I, and I love, well, thank you, man. Thank you so much. Um, you have no idea. It means more than what any critic could write about. What I did or anything, you know. It, 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 it's, um, I worked really hard on that, and I, I really needed him to sound and be captivating a, a, as possible, you know, magnetic, charismatic figure, you know, um, comfortable in front of a million people if mm-hmm. needed, you know, so, uh, um, and everyone's listening, you know, so exactly. Um, I, um, they gave me the platform and the dialogue for it. It was very well written script, you know, and I, I read it in LA, and I was like, oh, this is gonna be really good. <laughs> It, 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 but it's like that part of you is like i'm a little scared because um and which means that um yeah it's, it's challenging it's going to be it's going to challenge me you know
0: well the, I'm, yeah. i imagine that there's always a fear of like what i i know what they want but what if i can't pull it off to what it right. is that i think that they want you know right, because right. he's a very uh uh We've never really had a character like that. It's always just been Tilk and Braytek and Tilk and Braytek. And then this right, other Jaffa right. comes into the mix who right. everyone flocks to in ways that Tilk right. and Braytek could never rally people to their cause. And this guy right. just sweeps it all away. You know? At yeah. this point Tilk and Braytek yeah. are like, any anybody will do. Please, let's all follow this guy. Let's just let's just come together.
1: Absolutely. Um I watched it last night, <laughs> uh, the episode. You know, I mean, it's like this. I mean, again, 25 years later, we have this amazing streaming technology, and um, I, on, I pull up my Netflix on my new computer that I have here, and I, <laughs> I said, in Stargate." Oh, it's all of the, everything. It's right
0: there. It's there. It's on Netflix now. Yes,
1: that's awesome. Like I, I didn't know that, you know, and I, I, I knew it would probably be there, but you know, maybe it's on Amazon, maybe it's on YouTube. I don't know. Um, uh, I've been able to get a lot of stuff on YouTube Red and, you know, buy movies and stuff like right. that. Um, I I have the whole, you know, it's all available right there on Netflix. So I watched it um, last night. I watched it twice. And um, it's been a long time since I, have you know, did a proper viewing and sit down and don't answer the phone or just watch it. And um, is it as good I, as the I'm, first time around? I'm, man, I, I'm really... I, and I say this with all humility, man. I, I, I'm really proud of it, man. It, it's a it's a cool episode from top to bottom. And um um, I, I and I said this to you and, and and Chris. Um, it's 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 Tilks from my point of view. Yes, Katano is this charismatic, you know, leader, you know, you know, gatherer of men. But he but it's Tilks. It's it's his unwavering, unshakable belief in it. And Katano, you know, like he just and he keeps classing with um, O'Neill, mm-hmm. you know, you know. Both of them like do. Yeah, like it's just like bam, 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 bam. And, he, and he's like, Katano, you know, will will set us free, you know. And then O'Neill's not buying it, you know. And 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 is it, but it, and it keep they keep clashing throughout the whole episode. And then when they go on the raid of the 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 uh, near chief uh, Jaffa, and then and then Katano grabs all of those guys. You know, all those Jaffa warriors, and then they march da, 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 <laughs> you know, like I it, like the music, everything is just wonderful. And then um uh um O'Neal and until Class one more time and 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 and, and 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 like it's his belief, you know, that's that so wonderful to me. And then and then it sets up it sets up the betrayal at the end and it's and then he's oh dude, I was crying, man. You know, he comes back, deceiver, deceiver, you know. John and, yeah, it's almost a crew, you know. Um the challenge, you know, the the gauntlet, bam, you know. So I, I I thought the emotional stakes were were so were played out at the right speed and the right tempo all the way through to the fight at the end, you
0: know. The the Jaffa have always looked to someone else to save them. And I I have I it, I, w- I wince when when people say to me in person, "Oh, so and so is going to make things better." Politician X, Y, or Z, so and so will do this. You have to right. do it yourself. You have you have to be involved directly as much as you can. Someone else is not going to come and save you. You know, you have to be right. you have to sandbag and and prepare for that hurricane. And I think the warrior is a prime example of. Um, a civilization or a group of people taking an idea and just moving the idea over to someone else Mm -hmm. and saying, all right, we're not going to follow a ghoul. We're going to follow him. And the ultimate irony is he's a ghoul. Right.
1: Yeah, exactly. And and, um, uh, I mean, I totally, 100% agree. And, you know, and that can be, that's applied to right now, what's happening in in the world now, Mm -hmm. you know, people have to, to, Fight for their own communities and their and their own values and the things that, that they want to make the world a better place, you know, and um, it, it's that it, it, it becomes an age old lesson of following someone blindly, you know, and mm-hmm. and and how where that can lead, you know. Not to you know? say that you don't
0: and, you don't follow people. We're we're built to right. to follow leaders, but you know, sure. at the same sure. at the same time, keep that keep that in mind always in the back of your head. Keep that in mind. Absolute keep power corrupts.
1: Power. <laughs> absolute power corrupts and power corrupts absolutely. In, exactly. In, 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 Always have that, always have that, that, that third eye watching all the time.
0: Rick, I want to take a step back. Um, Yeah. So you grew up in Detroit, a sci-fi fan. Who um, are your personal heroes? One of the things that I've discovered about this show is that uh, we're exploring the theme of heroes, especially this year, you know, the people who have have made us um, better than we were the day before. Um, who are you, who are your personal heroes?
1: Well, um, I have a couple and I've added a couple. (laughs) (laughs) I've always, um, I've always, um, said that if I could meet someone, you know, um, in this life, um, some kind of way, um, if that was possible to, you know, transport to some other realm of existence, whatever you want to call it, you know, man, I, I would love to sit down and have lunch with Bruce Lee. Um, and, uh, and and, 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 man, he influenced me so much, not, not only in his, in his fighting, um, which was him, but his philosophy of life, you know, and, 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 and what he put into his fighting, you know, um, that's what made him, him great, you know, um, is his approach to life itself. Um, he wanted, um, Jeet Kundu to be Taoism in motion, you know, you know, mm. just, you know, movement without thought, you know. And, and, and um, uh, he, 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 man, ever since I was a kid, I was like, God, I, I, I just think he's amazing. I started reading books that, about him, you know, as I got older and things like that. Bruce Lee, um, uh, and I would love to have met Muhammad Ali. Um, oh my and, gosh. Um, yeah, Muhammad Ali. Um, I had a gorgeous painting um, by Keith Herring, I, be- I believe is the artist's name. And it was, it was up in my wall, the other apartment I had uh, years ago. And it's, it's Muhammad Ali, um, uh, standing over Sonny Liston, you know, he's like, you know, like that, you know, and, um, it's just, it was just a perfect capture of, of this young 22 year old champion who, you know, who conquered the world, you know, and, and it was something so great about Ali, like he, he believed in himself, you know, and, and he believed he could do it, you know, and, and, uh, even though people doubted him, you know, they doubted that he could become champion of the world at such a young age and. You know, he did it. He went to the Olympics and did it there. And he came back and did it back home. You know, he just, you know, he he was just an amazing person. And what he stood up for was amazing, too. You know, he didn't want to go to Vietnam. You know, Mm. he wanted to he wanted to stay here and fight for for black people here in the United States. You know, and um, I I just respect someone who has such a a value system, you know, that it's from my point of view, speaks of righteousness, you know. Um, and then Some things like, greater
0: than yourself, you know.
1: Oh, dude, absolutely. You know, he, he, exactly. You know, he put things greater, you know, more important than, than fighting. You know, is, is is human rights. Um, and um, that's what made him great. You know, um, and uh, I, I I love uh, I love Barack Obama. Um, I love uh, Bernie Sanders. Um, and my latest hero is Dr. Anthony Fauci. So. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: I mean, um, at some point he's going to, he's going to get himself on the cover of time magazine. So if he hasn't already, yeah. I think he probably he already has. has, but I mean like the person he of the has, year, yeah. you know, hopefully, you know, absolutely, 2021 man. person of the year. So absolutely, man, please yeah. God, for let Kamala us get through Harris. this
1: thing. Oh, for, for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, Joe Biden and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are my, are, are my heroes. And, and, um, and, you know, not to go into the whole thing about politics, but um, I I was walking down Larchmont Boulevard, um, not too far from uh, uh, Paramount Studios, actually, uh, mm. Hollywood. I, I happened to look into a, a store, this was two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and I found this little Obama doll. I if you can
0: see it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it is so cool. And I said, you know what? I'm buying this for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, Adults it's not can a have action
0: figures. I can
1: have it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and then... Um, this is the one, um, and a lot of people have already bought this one, but this is the one that's, that's sold. This, this, the, it's the Biden doll. And it sold out so fast that the guy said, there's only three left. Like I will, I'll, I'll, I'll sell you this one. If you really want, I said, I do, I want it. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's where, that's where, especially in this year, this unusual, outrageous, unprecedented year, man, you know, um, I, I've become a news junkie and, and, um, uh, right now I'm reading promised land by, by uh, Barack Obama. And it's amazing. I've read Michelle Obama's book to um, uh, becoming, and that's amazing. So, you know, that's, that's kind of where my head is right now. Is mm-hmm. like, um, I need, we need things to be better.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, it's, it's so easy to get absorbed in all of the negative. You know, we, yeah. we, we think that Twitter is the real world. It's not. It's not. You know, um, <laughs> the human-to-human yeah. contact that we have been lacking has, I think, really been showing its, itself in negative ways this year. Uh, I think. Right. I think we are not valuing each other like we used to, and right. you know, we need to take more time with one another and to listen more. For so, sure.
1: yeah, yeah, I, I I totally agree, and uh, I'm hoping that will be 2021. I'm really hoping.
0: I agree, Rick. What are some of the performances that that you have that you have done that stand out to you as milestones in your career for their perhaps their difficulty their their the skill that was required. but when you were studying and exploring these characters and bringing them to life um, things that that you didn't expect to find in in that exploration of of certain characters that that resonate with you over time and like you know what that was that was a great role. That 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 impacted me. That wasn't just a performance.
1: Yeah, um, I, I'm so glad you asked that because um, y- y- you know, I think I, I think every actor has that list in their head. Like, if, I, if someone asked me that question, what would I say? Um, and um, I um, have a, a, a massive love of science fiction, as as, as you know. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Tell me something I don't know. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, I, um, I did one episode of a TV series that probably very few people have heard of called Boomtown. And it's a cop show uh, that starred Michael T. Williams, uh, Williamson and uh, Donnie Wahlberg. Okay. And it, it was about cops in LA. You know, homicide cops, detectives in, in LA. I think it went two seasons, you know. Um, and um, it was, uh, I thought, a, a fabulous show about police officers and detectives in Los Angeles. You know, um, we've seen it so many times, but this was so different and so unique. You know, and um, I love the actors. And I, I, was a guest guest in one of the episodes, um, and I had to play someone who was closer to my age, and then, um, uh, then you see him. Well, you, you see him closer to like maybe 30, 32 years old, thirty-three years old or so. Um, uh, but it's like from like nineteen eighty, something like that. Then and then they so they, the character played by Michael T. Williamson he flashbacks to when he was a child, and he was he was um, uh, pretty hard to say this, but um, uh, the character was um, sexually abused by um, his coach, and you know I I, I was hired to to play the coach went back in like 1980s early 80s version um which looked like me you know now and Mm -hmm. then um present day so they had to age me to you know up to the present up to the present you know and he had the character had physically changed like drastically you know um he wasn't you know he he was he was just not a young man anymore you know Mm -hmm. um and, and almost unrecognizable uh, um in, in terms of how we look present day so um i had mustache and hair and graying hair and 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 um probably even late like maybe mid to late 70s was the first time you see him in the flashback so um and then you you know up to current day you know he's aged a lot he's like 35 40 years later and you know he's he's you know senior citizen so um that was it was challenging playing a role first of all someone who's um a pedophile and then and then secondly someone who has has aged so much you know like i had to really believe him convincingly do that you know and it was all in the physicality and everything you know um mustache and the graying that helped but but you know you have to really capture it you know how someone would walk who's 64 years old you know that type of thing mm. and um it was it, it took me to some um very challenging places emotionally and and, and it was it was a physically drawn out episode, um, emotionally drawn out episode. And by the time we were done shooting, I was wiped out, you know? So, um, I, I love Michael to Williamson and, and, um, he was so nice to me and, um, uh, it's an amazing episode. And, 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 and um, he, uh, all, and all the producers told me they, they, they said they were glad they cast me, you know? So,
0: it has to be a situation where you have, you must have to put yourself in a place where yeah. you're continually reminding yourself, I am servicing a broader story. Right. You know, I have, uh, I have my part to play, maybe a reprehensible one, but right. it's in service of the story.
1: The bigger story. Yeah. 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 And the, and the character, um, um, and i read it. I said, I, you know, I, 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 trust that this will be a, they will serve this character in this, in the story in the, in the, in the right way, you know? Um, and in the, in, you know, I'm going to just skip ahead to the end of, the, mm. of that episode. Um, he wants to, Michael T's character, um, I think the character, his, he had such a cool name. The character's name um, was Fearless. That was, <laughs> okay. that, was his, that was like his street name, but like I okay. just called him, you know, like Fearless. He was an off, amazing LAPD homicide detective, you know, and um, um, he wanted to track down this guy um, because this guy had abused Fearless when he was, kid so uh-huh. now you know 35 40 years later he, he uses the tech the computer information the technology uh-huh. have at the police department to find where this guy is and, and fearless finds him and um in his mind he does a playback of what he would be like as an as an adult fighting this pedophile and you know he whips his ass you know like he just beats this pedophile oh like
0: he's his, he's previewing what he's going to do to this guy
1: yeah you yeah. know like in his mind you know mm-hmm. Then when he when he when he when he finds out when he knocks on his door and finds him he's he's this old you know weak man who has nothing left he has a chair he has his Bible sitting on his desk you know he you know he's extremely poor
0: he still did what he did but yeah he's not but he's not expecting what he sees
1: forty years ago right Mm -hmm. and and um, it's amazing because fearless pulls out his gun and 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 aims it right at his forehead but then he he. He decides not to kill him, you know, and then he just walks away. Like, it's powerful, man. Like, it's so powerful. And, and, um, you know, we were, I was just, I was, you know, (laughs) like the whole scene just played out, you know, and I was, you know, the character was just, you know, grateful for his life, you know, and and, and incredibly, incredibly sorry for the man he used to be.
0: Mm -hmm. We can't know what we would be like until uh, we're in uh, that situation. You know, where someone has wronged us so severely, and it's and it's not up to us to to say one way or another how something should be done, you know. When you get into a situation like that, but grace is still yes. in in the world. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's um. Yeah.
1: It, it's um. Pops I, up when you don't think it will.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Tell us about. Um, go ahead.
1: Uh, uh, no, that was it. <laughs> okay.
0: No, I was like, if there's more to this, I want to hear it. So, good. so um, tell us about getting hired for the warrior. Cause you had, Man. you had been a fan. And... I've been a
1: fan. Um, and, and the warrior, um, uh, uh, as I said, is, is easily Katana was one of my, you know, not only the character, but just being on Stargate is one of my top five. Jobs of all time, you know, I don't know the ranking one,
0: two, three, four, five. (laughs) Well, still, it's saying something, man. That's really good.
1: It's up there. Yeah. And, um, uh, I went into audition, believe it or not, when I went into audition for Catano, um, I assumed it would be standing up, you know, because the first time we see him, you know, um, he's giving his speech, you know, to the masses. Um, but the casting director said, no, let's, let's do it sitting down. You know, so I'm sitting down just like I am right now. And just like you are, you know, and he, he's, he's, and, and, you know, four feet from each other, you know, he says, okay, you ready? I said, yeah, action. You know, and I did the, I did, I can't remember what scene it was that I did.
0: Oh, it wasn't necessarily the opening monologue.
1: It wasn't the opening monologue, but okay. it was, it was, I think it was the scene with me and Tilt, um, uh When Catano recruits Tilt to come onto the raid, to come to onto the raid, of the of Nirti's Jafar, like come on this mission with me, but I think Tilt's been waiting for, to be formally asked by Katano, right? Like to come on this raid, you know. And um, so um, I think I think it was that scene, um, and I did the scene, and then um, he said, okay, that was good. Now um, I want you to really like, just really use your voice, dial it up, like, yeah, like 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 turn it up, you know. So you know, then I became Katano. I started speaking like this you know like more like pow you know like it just came from way down here you know which I normally would would do if 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 the the space provided for it you know but but um I think he wanted to get an idea of of what it was like just more intimate you know and and but still with command you know and and um and uh and, and that made it I think, I think an enormous difference because I would normally go do that anyway, but typically for an audition, if if I'm that close to someone I'll kind of, I'll kind of keep it a little bit more less, you know, a little bit toned down, but he wanted it to be big, you know, but not so, so big, but big enough to get an idea that can I, can I speak in front of a thousand people?
0: Yeah. Is there a range there that you can dial? You know, it's not, it's not stuck on one. It wouldn't work. The other exactly you know exactly my, right people like this are not you know they they're chameleons you know for for good or ill you know they can yeah, exactly they can mirror right. whatever situation that exactly. they're in so. right that's right yeah. so was this a, and, a an la audition was it taped sent up to vancouver or it was
1: taped it was taped um, um very different than they do it now uh but yeah it was taped and um uh they i think they lived, like mailed it to El- Vancouver or mm-hmm. I, I don't know how they did that back then, but um, now it's all, I'm I like, know. okay, they got it. They literally got it. Like four <laughs> <seconds>. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, it's like, that's the digital world we're in right now. But at the time you're like, we got it. We're going to FedEx it. They'll get it tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> you know, hopefully get a call by tomorrow night. Like those, that's how, that's how you're th- as an actor, you're, you're thinking like, okay, they're going to get it tomorrow at 4 PM to Vancouver. And then maybe, maybe tomorrow night. I, which has happened a couple of times you know, like you'll know right away but typically two three four days you know you'll know yes yes or no so
0: i was about to ask so typically it's around two to four days that you find out
1: that's typically yeah okay yeah. I, I once did an episode of dark angel mm-hmm. it was the very last literally the very last episode of the whole series and and, and the, the big thing about that one was james cameron who was co who was exec producing or co-exec producing um dark angel with jessica alba Uh, As the star, Um, he was James. They were bringing James in to direct the finale. Wow! So yeah, you're thinking Titanic, Terminator.
0: Intense personality, one way or the other. Man's a genius. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, 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 no shit. And um, (laughs) (laughs) um, uh, I knew, I think that night um, that I got, I I auditioned, and then I think I auditioned in, I think the morning, and then my agent called me before 7 p.m. and said. You got your passport. I said yes. It's okay because you're flying out tomorrow morning. Like it was super fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But that's rare. I I think it's pretty rare.
0: How much of that was location and how much of it? I'm assuming the tents were on a soundstage. So, like the interior shooting. And then everything else for you was pretty much outdoors in the GVRD.
1: Outdoors. Yeah. It was was all outdoors um, for Stargate, right? Mm -hmm. Um, All out, pretty much everything I did. Was outdoors in the tents. Yeah, I love the tents. Um, they were, um, they were, yeah, they were the, they were, they were outdoors at the GBRD as well. I think.
0: Mm-hmm. I can't quite yeah, the mountain range there. That that the whole range. that whole just row of of beautiful mountains and all the tents they had yeah. set up for all the different um, yeah. uh, sects of Jaffa. Yeah. So it was yeah, it was exactly. quite an ordeal. We I worked at Prop Works. We sold the the Stargate uh, a lot of uh, the Stargate okay. props and stuff. And okay. and one of the things that I sold was a a model of your camp and it had tents, 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 and everything was built. Be- and there were only like three or four of those. So this was something that Peter had really worked to develop, you know, and right. then he wanted it to be exactly right. Cause he's just the sick yeah. genius that he is, you know, he wanted it to be <laughs> perfect. So what was yeah, it? I
1: mean, it, it was cool, it, it, you know, and, and, you know, and, you know, I mean, Vancouver, man, you can shoot anything there. It's incredible, you know, and um, you can make it look like New York. You can make it look like the desert. You can, be in another galaxy nuclear so ca-
0: nuclear caprica
1: <laughs> <laughs> in the mountains it's probably yeah, the same I, spot <laughs> it's
2: the same thing. you know
1: but i think probably it was i think somewhere we were talking about this is there's this, i'm sure you've heard this as well there's this running this running um uh i don't know if it's considered a joke but um i uh i, uh, I love jackie chan uh, okay he's like one of the people i would love to meet if not work with like, i think he's just Phenomenal. Yeah. He's Charlie Chaplin plus Bruce Lee mixed together. Like he's a That's guy. true. Yeah. Um, uh, and does his own stunts and break. He's broken his bones 50,000 times. And, you know, he still- He not care. You know? Yeah, he doesn't care. He's like, okay, <laughs> let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jackie, Jackie, time out. <laughs> you know, like he just goes, man. Um, he's also a huge lover of dogs. And when he came to, I think he was in LA- I'm sure many, many times, but he posted something on his um, Instagram or Twitter, and he he was at Petco, and he was so happy to be there. You know, he says we don't really have these where I'm where I'm from. This is awesome. You know, and he was sitting next to this gorgeous husky. You know, it was, it was great. But um, yeah, it was so cool. But um, Jackie Chan did a movie called Rumble in the Bronx, I believe. And um, if you look, at a, there's a certain shot in Rumble in the Bronx where it's clearly the mountains of Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This must be a Bronx from a different dimension.
1: A different dimension Bronx. <laughs> that's not the Bronx that we know, you know. But it was, it was, it was so cool because it, like, just for three seconds, you right. said, "Oh my god!" I, yeah, we used to go skiing over yeah. there, you know. But it's, that's not the Bronx. That's Smallville
0: like did that too. It's like this oh, is not Kansas. It ain't Kansas, baby. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's funny. See, <laughs> so you get the part. Um, you're up there. And yeah. uh, Peter DeLuise, you got him directing. He gives you his number. Christopher Judge comes in. You know, Tony Amendola. Everyone has yes. seen Tony, Tony Amendola. My gosh, man. God bless him. Braytak.
1: Right. I love him.
0: So love him. what was the the costume like getting into the physicality of this character? the yeah. the The duality of knowing that you are playing something that is pretending to be something else. You know yeah. f- fill um, us in on you know uh, on sinking yeah. your teeth into this this magnificent Absolutely.
1: role this is a, this is a great this is a great actor actorly question because um one of the things that helps me a lot is in addition to the, the script you know which i start with you know every actor starts with the script um it the next part of the creating the whole character is is, is, is what the character is wearing mm-hmm. you know um, and 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 I, I, like I almost immediately want to get get into costume right away because, um, and I'll walk around all day in, in costume even during lunch. You know, like I'll keep it on because I I need to s- s- still stay in the shoes. What
0: informs the man. movement, you absolutely. know, and his history. Yeah,
1: yeah absolutely. And it, it's um, Katana was, and I was watching last night. I thought one of the cool things was Catano is, he's dressed. You know. He, 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 Sort of like one of the Jafar, but he has a cape as well. You know, he has a beautiful, this beautiful flowing cape, and and I remember thinking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to use that not too much, but just you know, every now and then I want to kind of like, like flex it a bit, you know, like mm-hmm. flaunt it just a little bit. It's
0: reserved and- for the Jafar with status.
1: Absolutely, so. yeah, yeah. Okay, Jafar said status, and I, um, I, um, I, especially with the standoff with O'Neill. Um, I think towards the towards the end, um, when 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 Katano sends you know Tilk off on this this suicide mission, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and and O'Neill says you know I, I forget the line that he says, but um, O'Neil says he will no J- Katano says he will succeed, yeah, and then and then O'Neill says something because well, you want him to die,
0: right? That that's part of, the one that I remember is you say yeah. the Jaffa will be free, and O'Neill yeah, goes to follow yeah. you, and Katano yeah. says. I grow tired of this. And I mean, he's been pushing his buttons throughout the entire episode. And, you know, at that point, if Katana were just going to take the cape and just go and just turn around and walk away, you wouldn't blame him.
1: (laughs) Oh, for sure. Yeah. And and it's like the the cape lended itself for that, you know, and and I wanted to use that. So, um, I mean, you hit it right on the nail. Um, Katana says, I grow tired of this. And then he goes, It's time. (laughs) You know, he just walks away from him. You know, you know, like he's this, like a, like he's a god. You know, like like you, you, you're you're beneath me. Goodbye.
0: He's you know king mean? of this particular hill, and O'Neill's not treating him as such. You know, exactly. he's got these guys behind him who are ready to die for him. That's you know, right. that's yeah. power. It's power,
1: yeah. <sighs> and it it, it was it, and a lot, of, it, like you know, again, I mean, you you said it perfectly. It was. It, it, how he is dressed and, and, um, how he moves in it, in that, in that, that costume, it, it helped, it helped me a lot, you know? Um, and, and also I love, um, I, I, I knew I was going to be doing, I, I'm a big fan of what a character wears in terms of shoes and boots or whatever it is. Um, people tend to walk differently. Um, if you're wearing loafers versus if you're wearing cowboy boots versus, you know, converse, it literally changes your body, mm-hmm. you know? How you move, you know. And um I said he's gotta wear the right shoes, he's gotta walk with confidence and, and, and dignity and you know grace and power. But he's also gonna to, gotta to be able to whip some ass.
0: You know, of course, you know, yeah. At the same time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um all of all of it, it all worked out like like really well. I've done I've done a couple of other projects where I had to fight wearing a suit and a tie and shoes, you know, typical matrix sort of um right. yeah thing. And um, I, I remember fighting and I I, I remember fighting in, in these really nice dress shoes. And I was like, you guys have to, and I slipped on the ground. Um, it on the set of the warrior. Uh, no, it was a show. A I did. Show? Different show. I did maybe four years, five years after, after, after Stargate, it was called the fallen. Okay. Um, this is a mini series, okay. but we had to do, but the fighting on Stargate prepared me for it because I, instead of fighting one-on-one with tilk, on the fall, and I play this, this warrior angel who dresses in Armani clothes. Um, it's a lot like Morpheus from The Matrix. Um, and, he, he, <laughs> and he's fighting in these... Yeah, yeah, he's badass. And he's fighting in these Hugo Boss shoes. And, and I said, okay, this is cool. I love the look. And I can move in the suit. That's good. You know, it's a lot easier than, than, than one, might, one might think. It's the shoes in this alley in Vancouver yeah. at 2 a.m. And you guys have to like, do something to the soles of the shoes so I don't slip. 'Cause I the first I remember the first couple of takes I couldn't get my grounding, you know. I kept you know, like I would kick and then I am like whoa, you know. Um, and then it was raining, you know, as it does in Vancouver. Oh and gosh said, okay, all the time. All the time. We need to cut and, and please have wardrobe do something to the bottom of these shoes and, 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 and so they what they did was they they put some rubber lining at the bottom, very bottom, and they, they stapled it on or something. And it, it was like it was like uh, walking in um, like trainers, athletic shoes. It wow. I mean, it, huge, it did it. Huge difference. Oh yeah. 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 Wow. yeah, yeah. Did,
0: so how long did you, so I imagine when you went up there, you weren't immediately shooting. You had to have some time to prepare for that fight sequence.
1: Uh, Yeah, we were, we rehearsed it. I remember, I remember we rehearsed it, you know, as much as we could rehearse it on an okay. eight day shoot, you know, and okay. um, I didn't do any prep in LA or anything. I mean, it was, it was, it was like, okay, you're here. I, th- I think I started the next day, like the next morning. Okay. Um, in terms of prepping for the fight.
0: Did Dan Shea play a part in that? The stunt coordinator.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah, yeah. Good he guy. He did, man. Um, and and I, w- I worked with Dan on he was our stunt coordinator on The Magicians, okay. all five seasons. Yeah. Wow. Uh, um, and um, I hadn't worked with Dan since Stargate, so you know he'd been That's a long good time. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he had a really good eye for, um, you know, choreographing the whole thing, you know. And they told me, like you said, there was going to be sort of this um, revolving.
0: Yeah. It's like a circular track or a semicircular track where the camera slides on it and they they shoot it at a higher frame rate. Okay, yeah. That thing must have made a a lot of noise when it was running with all the the film that was going through it.
1: Yeah. And I, I said, hey, this is cool. This looks like some next generation technology. I love it. <laughs> I love new, like learning stuff, you know, and it was, it was so, I thought it was so fun, you know, and I was like, man, they're doing all this for the fight. This is going to be one hell of a fight, <laughs> you know, um, and, um, uh, and dude, how cool were the, um, the, the Brazilian Coparia guys? Uh, yes.
0: Uh, yeah. In, in, in canon, it's called Mastaba. Mustaba. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Katano's fighting style it was called. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's a good thing you can walk the walk as well as talk the talk. So. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and
1: just as a quick little side note, I was so inspired from this episode of Stargate in terms of the, you know, mustaba that I said, "You know what? I'm going to maybe sit down on a class or try to take a take a class in Vancouver, you know? Huh. And I happened to have a friend who was, who was studying. Um, I always mispronounce it. Coperia, Coparia, Mescaba, okay. um, Yeah. And she was studying in Vancouver. She said, do you want to come to, to my class with me? Maybe you can sit in or maybe you can participate. And I went one time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what happened? They kick your butt. And
1: it was hard as hell. <laughs> <laughs> when, I am not, look, I am not kidding. And I was like, you know, I, you know, I humbly say I, I've I've got training. I should be able to keep up a bit, man, because you're, you're doing stuff like standing on your head in one second. And then the next second you're on your feet, you know, and you're, and you're doing it without any kind of break in time. It's, It's flow. It flows, you know, and then you're moving and you're moving and you're moving and then you're, you know. And you just—I was in the wrong. I needed the very, very, very basic beginners class. <laughs> My God, <laughs> yeah. No, but the, it was—it was—it was really cool. It was—it re, was really, really interesting, fascinating to watch. Uh, yeah.
0: The 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 final edit of that sequence is one of the uh, coolest fights that that Stargate ever gave us, and it's definitely one of those where you know not only is he uh, his end goal to to take care of of Teal'c who has now put him in his place and made a challenge to the death. But he's also having a great time flashing himself like a peacock and dancing yep. around that court. He's showing off to his crowd. And I think it's okay. one of the reasons that, you know, Teal'c is able to just so simply stab him right into yeah. the chest right because okay. he's, he's so busy. Uh, he's so busy with impressing yep. everyone and be, the Gould traits of, of, of him are coming out you know, where this thing right. is, not everyone's in love with you like we are <laughs> or like you are. So. It's
1: um, I'm so, man, dude, I'm, I'm so glad we're having this conversation because uh, like I said, I watched it twice last night and I've watched it of course over the years, you know? Um, and I think even one time I was somewhere in a hotel or something and I happened to flip on the TV and you know, it, it was, there it was. <laughs> <laughs> there it was. You know? And I said, Oh, it's Stargate. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it's like, and it was near the beginning of the episode. Said, so "Okay, I can watch it in its entirety." But um, I watched it, and he is Katano is flaunting, you know, throughout the fight. You know, he makes making a show of it, and I totally agree with you. I just now, just as you said that, I said, "Wow, he, you're absolutely right. That was his weakness, and, and that's that's what gave that was his Achilles heel, and that, that's what gave um, tilt." exactly yep, the me.
0: moment it's the main reason all the gold fall yeah. you know they're overconfident and they're not as sharp as they think they are right. so yeah. you know you have a yeah. chance to it's with all villains yeah. you know stop telling us your grand <laughs> plan just do it
1: absolutely and it, it's i mean and and um uh like daniel jackson said i think he said um they were trying to get some intel at the beginning of the of the episode, some intelligence on who katano is and i i love that um uh, because they they mentioned he's a nobody. Well, what we've gathered, he's kind of a nobody from a backwater mm-hmm. planet. I believe Daniel Jackson says that. So he's he's trying to get gather these these Jaffa warriors to to to, 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 to seek power.
0: You can you can already su- suggest from the circumstances that he has an inferiority complex, and yeah. so when he gets the power that he gets, it's like more now, please, because he's never really had it. So, right. and that I think that plays That's, into it, it as well.
1: Yeah, he's never really had it, and 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 um, and he is, you know, he's using this opportunity, you know. So yeah, to, to get it.
0: So <laughs> yeah. you were a fan of the show. Tell us yeah. about working with Chris and Tony and Rick yeah. and all these these heavyweights.
1: Heavyweights, man. Um, I mean, heavyweights, big time. Um, it. You know, I think a lot of times people don't realize like, like they, um, when you tell someone, well, I did an episode of Stargate, you know, and then they, and then some people say, I mean, are, are you on Stargate? Are you a regular on Stargate? I'm like, no, but I did an episode of Stargate or an episode of Star Trek, or whatever, whatever it is. And sometimes people I've discovered, sadly discovered, they don't particularly, they, they don't take it as seriously because you're not on the show week to week to week to week. Yeah. And I've kind of had to get used to that. And like, well, um, uh, I'm really proud of what I did, and it's a, it's a, it's a terrific episode, I humbly say. Um, and you it's know, if you want you. to watch it, great. If not, that's fine. You know, no, I mean, I'm not forcing anyone to watch anything I do. You yeah. know, it, it, like I, I'll let them know that it's coming on. You know, but um, to be on set, um, as you said, um, with these heavyweights, you know, um, man, I loved it. You know, and I I was I was watching them and and, and, and just, you know, just absorbing what they were doing, you know, and and learning um, from them as well. They were incredibly nice to me. You know, when you're a guest on somebody's show, I'm not naming names or anything like that. But, um, you know, I've I've had some pretty bad experiences where I wasn't treated so nicely and uh, by the regular cast uh, and even the director um, of of that. Oh, come on, man. Yeah you know yeah and um i i um uh, uh you know um to to have that sort of experience is 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 it's not fun you know it becomes a, a job at that point and then you just want to be done with it and then get you know go home you know but when i got to vancouver um everybody starting with peter and, and chris they were so um open arms uh peter gave me his phone number right away um and and then chris i remember Chris was like, "Hey, nice to meet you." Like he was really, very, very, very nice and gracious. But I remember, um, I think he was waiting to see if, if I was the guy for the role. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I
0: mean, I the Jafar, the Jafar, are his and Tony's okay. for all okay. intents and purposes. You know, Absolutely. you're you're yeah. coming yeah. into their playpen. Into Bring it. it.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, uh, the very first scene I did, I don't know if you, know, if you, I don't know if you knew this. The first scene I did was inside the tent. Okay. It was, it was everybody. It was. It was. It was. You know. It was. It was O'Neill Jackson. Ah, uh, you're um, at the head of the table,
0: and they're kind of around. Okay.
1: Um. It. It was. Um. We had just. We had just um, finished. Um. The. The. The fight against the uh, tees Jaffa. Okay. And then we got, we got the Zach Nick, Zach Nicotoles.
0: You got it. Um, the the bounty. Nicotols. Yeah, the spoils of war. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was the word I had to keep practicing in my hotel room. Zach Nicotol. Zach, Nicotol. <laughs> Zach Nicotol. <laughs> You say tomato, I say tomato. Zach Nicotel. And, uh, try it's, saying that 20 times. But it's right? stuck
0: with you. That's the important thing. It that word will come stuck. in handy one day. Exactly.
1: I want for Christmas, I want Zach Nicotol. That's what I want. Um, I may be able to make that I, happen um, for you. <laughs> oh, wait, hey, okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, I got a birthday coming up. Um, <laughs> All right. <yeah. laughs> um, uh. So we got, we got all, we got all the Zach Nickatols and then we were in the tent mm. and, and then O'Neill, you know, says, so what are you, what, what, what are you planning to do with him? And then, and then Katano says, um, we will give you a share of the spoils, you know, for the rest, we require them all.
2: <laughs> you know? Yeah.
1: And, and then I remember, I remember, I remember seeing Chris just out of the corner, corner of my, uh, my, my right eye, like he was looking at me and then he's just very, very, very subtly started doing this you know i like without, it what i see i'm liking what i see yeah. without giving it all away like it, right. it totally could have been tilt doing that you know like okay. it made sense so
0: you, you know? haven't done any yeah. speeches yet
1: and done anything okay absolutely nothing i was that was literally my first time my first dialogue first words on set was that scene you know so it was a it was a it was a good scene to start with cuz you know i had to dive in right away you know and improve character right away exactly Yeah, and um, um, we finished. We did two, three takes, four takes. You know, coverage, and then um, Katano leaves and says, um, "Come, my favorite line. Come with me to the chopper eye." (laughs) (laughs) I've said that at different Comic Con conventions. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Chopper eye. You just don't say that. uh, No, you don't. (laughs) don't. Yeah, (laughs) like it's just wonderful. I love it. It's perfect any actor any real actor wants to say those those words it's amazing you know so um i said oh i'm going to just enjoy this you know come with me to the chopper. but but as katano like you said with the with the flexing of the the robe and everything and just come with me boom you know and then we finish and then chris comes up to me and he goes like this you know nice nice job you know? <laughs> and then at, at some point i think it was just at some it was some point later in my day one he says um um, I'm going to give you, when we're done shooting, I'm going to give you my cell phone number. <laughs> then, you are um, family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're family. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just like trying to get out, they bring me back in. And um, he, um, he said, he said, nice, nice job. And I said, thank you, man, you know, because we had never met before, you know. Right. And, and um, I knew someone, who he was. Yeah, this
0: is someone you've watched. I've
1: watched him on Stargate, man, you know. And probably a couple of other things, but I remember him clearly. I said, oh, that's, the, that's Tilk, man, from Stargate, you know, yeah. Christopher Judge. And he said, um, he says, we're going to go out. We're going to work hard. We're going to put in hard day's work, you know, and, and, and you know, we're going to put it in the can and then we're going to go out. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You know, and, and he took me out. This is, I say this, you know, and I you know I hope people are listening. You know, I, I have never to this day had someone from another show come up to me and say, here's my number, you know, and I'm guesting on their show. Yeah. Here's my phone number. You're in my city. We're going to go out and we're going to have fun and we're going to enjoy this. For the eight days we have together, we're going we're gonna, to you know, go out, you know, and, and not every night we went out, but we went out three, four times. and And he made himself available to me and really kind of took me out around Vancouver, you know, I've never had anyone offer that before you know it's like hey and it's i'm not looking for it let me just first say that but it, it made a difference because i he made me feel welcome you know and and i had a lot to carry man i mean that's a heady role you know and he wanted to make sure that not only did i do my job on set um but that but that i, I was enjoying my time in, in vancouver
0: the cast and the crew of that show are exceptional and I have them come on here now, two decades later, oh, and yeah. they carry the same, um, how do I want to put it, that it's like, okay, we're talking about Stargate now, you know, we're going to have yeah. the same fun, we're going to ha- take it this with the same amount of seriousness and levity, right. you know, right. um, Brad Wright always said, life's too short, Brad, yeah. you know, so if you're going to come on the set. We're going to have a good time. We're going to make a great product that we're all proud of. And then we're going to go home. You know, we're going to barbecue and everything else like that. Right. And it's, <laughs> it has not gone away. They've all carried that mantra uh, with them, at least as far as when when I bring up Stargate. Again, this is, this is one of the Stargate playpens, what I'm trying to do here. And it's still there. It's still present. And one of the things that Chris said uh, when the three of us were together a couple of years ago is that he had a chance um, – to hear you i forget the circumstance uh in one of your speeches before uh rick did before rick was on set and rick got on set uh, and then he heard
1: you mean you mean richard richard Richard, Richard dean anderson and richard
0: dean anderson got on set and then heard you speak to the crowd and rick turned to christopher judge and chris went i told you
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh man (laughs) I did not know that. Thank you for telling me. <laughs> Absolutely right. <laughs> because, you know, like when you're trying to, when you, you know, the guest actor comes in, hits his mark, says the lines, go home, goes home, you know, uh, you know, he or she, he, she or he goes home, you know. Yeah, a lot of
0: times that's all it is.
1: That's all it is, yeah. You know, and you come in, you come out, you know, it, the show is really about the regular um, cast. But, um, like, for years and years, you know, I've always wondered, like, who's seeing my audition? who's making the decision mm-hmm. and, and you know, do you know what I mean? Like you always wonder about that
0: mm-hmm. so much. That's out yeah. of your hands. Yeah. yeah. It's out of my hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, well, thanks. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: I, um, I want to bring in, uh, the, uh, some fan questions that have been, uh, submitted. Okay. So there's a lot that I, that I still want to talk to you about. And some of it actually includes this here. I could go on and on about Galactica and, you know, um, all, all this awesome. other stuff. So, but, uh, Keith wants to I'm gonna, know I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna drink some please proceed so i would I would normally drink some wine or some beer but i'm I'm, I'm cleaning up my I'm cleaning up the body today so
0: <laughs> there you, there you go. Keith Omel wants to know um what have you been uh uh interested in in personally lately so I'm guessing what he means by that is I'm guessing entertainment or anything that um has helped to distract you through these covid times
1: oh man yeah. Uh, I'm sure all of us have an answer for that one. Um,
0: Hopefully. What
1: I've been doing, yeah. I mean, what I've been doing is um, I've been exercising indoors a lot, you know, and, um, you know, what I can do indoors. Um, all the gyms are closed here in LA. Mm-hmm. So um, um, I've been, I've been reading. Um, uh, Barack's book is 740 something pages long. So <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I'll be long. done in a few days. It's, a, it's a novel. And this, this is part one of part of two books. That's, I think mm-hmm. there's another one coming later. Um, And what I'd been doing, I was actually talking to one of my closest friends who lived in New York, um, because I was having a really rough week, man. I was like, man, this is the, you know, the fatigue of being shut in. And um, I told her that she said, well, you should, you know, rediscover some of the things that you love, you know, and and she was right. You know, so I said, you know, I'm going to start watching films that I love, you know, and studied in college and over the years, you know. Man, I've been watching some Akira Kurosawa films, you know, like *Ron* and *Throne mm. of Blood*, you know, like classic, epic, huge.
0: Yeah, nothing dainty about those.
1: Nothing dainty about exactly right. Musha, you know, *Ron*, *Throne of Blood*, wow. um, Seven Samurai*, um, and um, uh, then I, I started. Um, so I've been doing that. Um, I watched. Um, I watched uh, *Breathless* by Jean-Luc Godard. Um, I watched um, 400 Blows by Francois Truffaut. I watched those yesterday. And I've seen them, but it's been, it's been a long time. But I've been sort of rediscovering my love of cinema again, you know, and, 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 and the different styles, you know, Italian neorealism. And, and There's French a ton. Away. Oh, it's, it's so many, yeah. My favorite film, one of my favorite films of all time is, is, is Bicycle Thieves, um, Vittorio De Sica. You know, that's 1948 uh, that film came out. And it still is one of the best things I've ever seen, you know, and it's just it's just it's so touching, man. You know, I'll have to check man, it out. Yeah. Yeah. Bicycle Thieves. Um, it's, a, it's a man and his 12 year old, 10 year old son, Bruno, and post-World War II Rome. And the guy needs a job, you know, mm. and he finds a job. He has to support his wife and his son and, and himself. He finds a job at the, the employment. He goes to the employment office, which is, a, you know, a mile long. The line out is out the door and he they find a job for him um as a the guy who puts up movie posters on the sides of buildings you know like rita hayworth and mm-hmm. starring you know um, humphrey bogart you know but he has to be the guy that glues it on the actually wall. puts it on puts actually puts it on you know which i thought that was interesting you know that the, the kind of because that is someone who does that um interesting work and they were given the money the job that uh this job only required one thing that he had a bicycle you know, um, so we can get around town and around Rome and put up the movie posters. Um, so he, his his first huge challenge was finding a bicycle. <laughs> got it. So, Hence the name. Yeah. Hence the name <laughs> Bicycle. So he finds a bicycle. I mean, he, 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 he pays for this bicycle and then um, he's putting up his posters and he's happy because he's got money to support his family. Mm. Like enough money, you know, to, for them to make it and ha- eat, eat food and everything. Pay for, pay for the rent and everything. And then, he turns around and his bicycle is gone. Someone stole it. You know? So, so the movie becomes about him and his cutest little kid. I forget the actor's name. is amazing. Him and his son Bruno finding the bicycle. That's that's the movie, you know. And man, by the time you watch, like when you when you're done, you're just like this. I know, like tears. Of- yeah. yeah,
0: I have friends who are like, oh, I don't watch anything yeah. before 1980. I don't watch anything from before I was born. It's like yeah. because I can't like, take it seriously. it's like, boy, are you missing out i, I watched oh, Metropolis for the first time yeah. a couple of yeah. uh, uh years ago, and i because it's there's no there's no dialogue, it's all music right. and I was right. captivated yeah. it's the first sci-fi really one of the first sci-fi films, if not the I first of that. all time, and it's yeah. riveting
1: and and it, it, and it's, it's um I'm so glad you brought um, Metropolis up because it's been so many years since I've seen it. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that's 19. It's something. pretty
0: early. Yeah, I don't know how yeah. they didn't kill a number of kids when that that whole underground flooded. It's like, how did they right. shoot some of that stuff? I
1: have no idea. Yeah, and 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 you know, like you're looking at that, and you're like, that's the question I was asking yesterday. I was like, how
0: did they shoot that? Yeah, scene? how'd they get that done?
1: There's no CGI. There's nothing. No modern technology. But I'm look. I'm, I'm, I know what I'm looking at. And how did they do it? You know,
0: you don't so, need it. Um, CGI's made us. CGI's made us um, uh, uh, soft in some places, you know. Yeah. So there is there yeah. is a style of, of filmmaking that is just you know not it's kind of fading away. You know it's too bad, yeah. but there's you know. still a lot of some good there's still some good stuff coming out though. There's some, so. good,
1: there's, some good, there's some great stuff out there, man. Um, and, I, and I've been you know I've been uh, accused of probably watching a little bit too much uh, binge watching too much TV. So I've been watching. Um, <laughs> I, man, I binge watched Jack Ryan. Ah, uh, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I, how I is that? Him. With, uh, what's face from him? The Office? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Krasinski.
1: Uh, Krasinski, yeah. yeah. Um, he, he's terrific. And it's a really extremely well done spy show, you know, all about espionage and, you know, and I think they shoot on location. In various parts mm-hmm. like Venezuela and London and like I'm like, where are these people? I'm like, I wanna be on that show. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna go. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. I wanna go. Well, yeah. I mean, you I imagine, you know, there there are some some cases and may, maybe not. I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this where um I, I've got I've gotta pay the bills, I've gotta do the work. It's not the best dialogue, but this is what I do, so I'm going to do the best I can with it. You know? For sure.
2: You know, not everything
0: yeah. that that you get to work on, I'm sure, is a is a in terms of like a product or a show, is a home run. You know, you just can do what you can with it.
1: You, you do what you can with it, and 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 um, I think one of the things that that I, that I you know clearly hit home for me when I did the Magicians and, and also the um, the Man in the High Castle was, mm. man, it's hard to really get like when you get a pilot done, a, and then it goes to season one that's an accomplishment yeah in and of like, itself in and of itself you know you know getting the pilot picked up to go to series isn't first of all getting the pilot made number one and then number two <laughs> having it go to you know to, to 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 season one is a big deal you know and i think a lot of people don't understand that man you know okay. like my, maybe my own parents i don't think they really still get it you know um Uh, And my brother as well. Uh, Like, 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 it's not like, you know, oftentimes, and you know, not to, not to fault them, but um, oftentimes people, um, someone recently said to me, why don't you tell your agent to get you on um, Star Trek Discovery? You know, like, it's like, it's that easy. Like you can
0: just click your fingers. There's a whole process.
1: There's an entire process, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and for even Star Trek Discovery to, to become Star Trek Discovery. They had to jump through tw- twelve hurdles, if not more. You know, so you know it's a, not an easy feat to get something made, and then when it's made and it goes to season one, and then you're hoping season two, and then oh, I remember when the magicians went to season three, we were just like this:
0: can I <laughs> go to season
1: three? <laughs> like, like, you know, like the Home Alone kid. You're like, yeah,
0: exactly. It's a golden you ticket. Know? Like, yeah.
1: And so, like, you know, it, it 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 really is a a moment to celebrate. You know, um, and um, uh, you know, it's it's. It, I think something really, really cool and fun to work on, and really, really good, like like Stargate, and Star Trek. Man, I, I would love it. You know, but it's not like it's exactly in the in the in the in the making. You know what I mean? Or at least I don't know about it. So
0: I was uh, when uh, I reached out to you to have you on this. I had a conversation with Darren, my my business partner. He said, "You know, he's in the Magicians, right?" And I said, "I mean, I think I'd heard about it, but I mean, and now I really want to go and." And see it, but I I, I want to binge it from beginning. Is it over now? Is it finished?
1: It's over. Yeah. Did it get
0: canceled or was it properly resolved?
1: Um, uh, it got canceled. Um, we Shoot. went to five seasons. Uh, you know, and and the and the you know, um, I'm sh- showing my age again, but I you know, when I came to LA, <laughs> a season was 22 to 24 episodes. Right. You know, so, um, and, and, and now, you know, I think especially with streaming platforms like Netflix and Hulu and, you know, Amazon. They the shoot them down
0: is, so fast if they're not right, like yeah. huge yeah. sensations.
1: Exactly. And, and and the number of episodes are, are typically half that. They're, you know, 10, yeah. 12, 13 episodes. So we did five seasons of um, 13 episodes each season. And then Man in the High Castle was even less. It was four seasons of 10 episodes. Ten. Yeah. But you know, um, but you're happy to you're happy to be going from season to season, you know? mm-hmm. um, and regardless of, of you know how many episodes. So, yeah. okay.
0: Teresa McAllister, uh, Rick, what what is your dream role that you haven't had a chance to to play yet?
1: Oh man, um, I used to say Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, purple hair. All in my brain you know like i could know. <laughs> see that you know, oh baby excuse me while i kiss the sky <laughs> like i for, for yeah i'll for buy i'll
0: buy that i i will I'll absolutely go and buy that ticket
1: <laughs> i'll buy that for a dollar I, I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that, was, that was a reference for,
0: from robocop
1: absolutely um, one of one of my favorite films is RoboCop One. The original,
0: uh, yes, sir. The original, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dick, you're fired. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Mighty fine shooting, son. Huh? That's <laughs> exactly uh, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man, he was just freaking amazing as RoboCop. Peter oh yeah. Um, yeah, wonderful guy. Um, worked with him on um, Odyssey Five, I think. Oh, you did? Okay. I, I did one episode of Odyssey Five, and I, I uh, in Toronto, and I. Uh, he he was just a sweetheart, a sweetheart of a guy, but um, it used to be Jimi Hendrix. Um, mm. I'm just, I, I will go ahead and say I'm I'm just too old for that now. I, I, you know, I you know I'm twice Jimi Hendrix's age now, um, and
0: um, they have the aging makeup,
1: yeah, and they yeah, have uh,
0: they have CG.
1: They have CG, yeah. They for did the That's true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All the right. way down to baby. Um, <laughs> all the way down to a little bitty baby. Yeah. <laughs> The little baby Brad Pitt. Um, <laughs> that was so weird.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh.
1: Um, I, I think now I'm such, a, I'm such a superhero fanatic. I love superheroes. And, and all, I love all the Marvel Universe stuff. Um, some of the DC stuff. Um, I love Wonder Woman. Um, mm. I'm one of the few people that love Batman versus Superman. Um, and I love all of the Marvel films. Mm. All of them. You know? um, They're just and, fun. They're just fun man yeah they're just fun and um uh, no disrespect to um uh, sam jackson uh but um i i would love a shot at nick fury um uh at the the character yeah yeah and he's been in my head for a few years and i'm constantly thinking about him like you know like how i ideas about him and his backstory and I, i i think i think i think that um they just haven't really Given Nick Fury a chance to shine, yeah. He's the boss. I agree. You know, you know, but I, I want Nick Fury. Like to me, Nick Fury is. He's he's the ultimate agent. You know, he's he's a spy. You know, and he's and he's you know he's
0: super super badass. Well, yeah, I, I mean, always
1: see him more in, in the direction of like a Jason Bourne. You know, yeah. Like, they.
0: You know? That's one of the things with you know the frustration of 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 Marvel being you know a Disney product is you can only go so dark with it. And it's like, there are layers to him that we just will not get to see because, you know, the eight year olds have got to be able to go, um, to the theater. But I mean, you know what, there, there could be animated adaptations or something else that you could, you could sink your teeth into for it.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I think, I think anything's possible. I think, especially now with, you know, Disney being the, you know, the champion of Marvel stuff now, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, was it, was it called Disney plus? Yes. Disney plus. Disney plus, um, which I don't have, but everyone says I need to get it, but. Um, um, and, um, so we'll see. Yeah. We'll see.
0: Anything's possible.
1: Anything's possible.
0: <laughs> Teresa also wanted to know, uh, you know, have, you haven't done a whole lot of narration like audiobooks? Like I, one of the things that I did was, was check audible. Dude, I would love to hear you narrate a oh, book.
1: Man. Thank you so much, man. Gosh. Um, man, that's so kind of you. Thank you so much. Uh, and Teresa, Teresa. Thank you, Teresa. <laughs>
0: Teresa.
1: Um, I have not. I have not. I have I probably, I've never done an audio book, nothing like that. Um, uh, people have asked me that before. I have narrated a couple of documentaries. Oh, okay. Not, not a lot, you know, like I did one that was about, um, uh, a friend of mine, um, his wife was a producer and the guy that she wanted couldn't do it, narrate this documentary about, um, about Kung Fu. What's um, its name? I can't remember. Okay. It's been so many years. It's, it's been a long time. Long time ago. Okay. Like twenty years ago, and um, uh, sh- she sent me over all the stuff, and I said, "This is great. I love martial arts. I, you know, I, I, this is right up my alley." And um, I, I narrated for, in place of someone else, and it worked out. It worked out fine, you know. Mm. Um, and I said, "I would really like to do more of this, you know." But you know, um, uh, everyone has a different experience. But the, the voiceover narration nut it's a very hard nut to crack
0: yeah it's not and easy you know there's a certain easy, pacing to it and uh, you know, it's, it's not as easy as it sounds pardon the pun it's not as easy as so. it sounds
1: and um uh, i remember um i've been dying to tell this story i'm so glad that she, Teresa asked that asked that question because i remember my agent sent me in years ago when i had um, a, a voiceover agent she sent me in to audition for a commercial or something um but it was just they were bringing in just nine People, You know, there wasn't a, it wasn't a cattle call, you know, it was like, there's just nine, maybe 10 people. And I walk into the room and there's Ed Asner <laughs> sitting down <laughs> waiting, waiting to go in. <laughs> you know, you're talking about, a, a, you know, a, a legend. You know, yeah. Waiting to go in. And he was so sweet and so nice. Uh, I'm, wait, he was coming in and then I, I, uh, um, I think I was going out to use the restroom, but he was coming in. So I said, okay, they're bringing in Ed Asner to audition. And then a um, legendary actor named Brock, uh, Brock Peters. I love Brock. That, Brock, you know, Brock Peters. Okay. So, not him
0: personally, but I mean, to kill a mockingbird. And I mean, yes. Admiral Cartwright. I mean, come on. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And Mr. Brock. Cisco. Mr.
1: Cisco. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, um, Carmen, uh, Carmen Jones. Um, yes. Um, you know, da, 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 Carmen Jones, like, you know, one of my favorite films, Carmen he's Jones. Terrific. And Brock Peters. Yeah. Brock Peters is sitting, I'm sitting down and this- I turn to my right, it's Brock Peters, you know, and he was the nicest, coolest dude. He was 75 years old. And uh, he said, hello, how are you? And I said, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's studying, studying his lines, you know, Ed Asner comes back and he's studying his lines. And I said, "Okay, this is you know, this is a serious level audition. You know, I didn't get the role, um, but um, probably they gave it to a name actor at that. You know, for that for that. So it's a, it's a hard nut to crack. Yeah. They want a recognizable voice right away.
0: You know, um, often I can understand, but yeah. I mean, still, I, I just keep fighting for it, man. I would I would love to hear it. It looks like a one <laughs> night in March." in 2013 you recorded a narration oh, I for did. that
1: yeah i did yeah that was basketball a basketball game, game. yeah yeah gold miss i believe um, yes i did yeah i did that i can't remember the year it was 1953
0: 1954. 1963
1: 1963 okay. there you go um, yeah um massive year for civil rights uh yes 1960 um and i um I Yeah, I did that, and um, uh, I think the gentleman was a fan of the producer, gosh, I believe he is from Kentucky or Mississippi, Mississippi, because it's about Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, the he called my agent and said, would your client, Rick Worthy, be interested in narrating my documentary? We were going to get Morgan Freeman, but he said no.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I mean that, that's I mean when God
0: turns you down I mean what are you going to do Yeah 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 So,
1: so I, I um, But he, he, he knew about me only, only because he loved Battlestar Galactic Ah so.
0: there you go Right
1: right right So I, I thought that was really Kind of him to, to say that And he, we were talking and he, and he said um, My first guy Wasn't available And he, he wasn't interested And I said who was your first guy He said Morgan Freeman I said oh <laughs>
0: But I'm in and, good company <laughs> Yeah yeah I, I hope You know And
1: um you know, and I, I said, look, um, I'll, I'll happily do this. So we did it, you know, Aww. and um, probably saved him a fair amount of money by not. Morgan getting- Freeman.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. Um, William R., and I, I definitely share his sentiments on this. Uh, did you have fun playing Janar, the Arboreal? Um, in Enterprise? Oh, God. My favorite oh, God. single season of Star Trek ever. And I've loved really? it all, but there is something about that. Se- and a lot of people disagree with me because Enterprise is not on yeah, the top of the list. Yeah, yeah. They went full bore in yeah. that season, and they you were you were a part of that. You know, under all of yeah. that fur,
1: under all the, fr- <laughs> I look like, well, I, I look like Chewbacca's cousin or something. Like I was I a lot of
2: fur.
1: <laughs> and I again, I mean, you know, I'm I'm, I'm I'm sure you know this. By the way, before we continue, I just love your room. Oh, thank love- you. Like I've been wanting to tell you that since since we started. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, and and when, when, if, if you have any minute towards the end, I would love for you to just tell me. Well, about if this. you can,
0: if you can hang on after the show when I when I wind it down, uh, we, we yeah. can talk a minute. That would so. be awesome. So I was like, I'm I don't like, want to lose him when I disconnect from him. It's like I can't call him back. I don't have his number. So, yeah, sure. I got to get to we'll talk in a minute. For my man cave. I <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll no. upset oh. you. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, no, Jannar uh, was Jannar, he, he didn't really. You didn't have a great deal, but I mean, he was right. so cool with Randy Oglesby and I. I forget yeah. the, the name of, of um, Dolem. Randy Oglesby. Man. Um,
1: you have um, yeah, Randy's he's a, just a sweetheart of a guy. Um, mm. You have Tucker Smallwood. Tucker
0: Smallwood. That's right. He was he was Parker one of the Smallwood. primates.
1: Yep, and then um, I can't remember everyone's name. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. think
0: of who it was who played yeah. Dolem, but great. What a great, great. group of pretty cast. Actor, yeah.
1: Like it was amazing. Yeah. Um, and they, they like we all gelled together pretty fast and, and, and um uh you know, you're in the makeup chair pretty early and you know, you're sitting there for two, two, two point five two and a half hours and they put all this stuff on you. And what I was going to say is there are actors who can and can do can do the glue under the eyelid at six AM, you know? And there are actors who cannot do it, you know. And I'm the, I'm one of these actors, I love it. You know, I think it's I think it's awesome. Like I'm, I'm like, this is great, man. will You, you guys need me in at 5 a.m. I will be there.
0: You well, know? you're so, unrecognizable in that role. Totally it's accurate, your voice. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, that's Rick. Rick's under there. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, it was, it was it was a fun role. I loved uh, working with um, Scott Bakula, and everybody mm-hmm. was really uh, just awesome. You know, and uh, they, they
0: they were really really kind. Did you watch that full season? Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say, watch it. It's good from beginning to end.
1: I, I watched it, and I, I, I think it's, I, you know, I think it's, it's, I, I think it's awesome. I think it's really, really, really exciting. And um, sadly, they canceled Enterprise. I know. Uh, I believe. Right
0: after that season, after season, uh, one more season, and then it ended. One, one more season, but yeah, right. Okay, right. yeah. But it was yeah. it was uh, way ahead of its time in terms of doing a serialized show. You know, September 11th right. had happened, and you know they wanted to take right. it in a different direction, and boy, they did. And you got to be a part of that. That was really cool. Yeah. So, um, Kevin Leach, how imposing was Chris Judge? Were you intimidated at all at first?
1: <laughs> I think I told you the guys this in Vancouver. I, I, when we were doing the we were doing the NGM. Dialing um, home, yeah, project for you, yeah. Um, I um, and I would love to talk to you about um, getting a copy of that if I could, but uh, yeah, well,
0: we'll yeah. I'll, I'll hook you up,
1: okay? Cool. Um, I um, I have, I have told people just in interviews that I've done you know o- over the years, like, people say, What was it like working with Chris Judge? I'm like, Well, it was awesome, it was fun, you know, we we, we worked hard in the daytime, we went out at nighttime. Um, and, uh, um, you know, I love the guy. I've seen him at Mm DragonCon three years ago, you know, um, uh, and, um, I learned a lot from him. Um, and, um, but in real life, (laughs) in real life, I don't think I would stand a chance. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm like, you know, I mean, you know, Chris is you know i haven't seen him in a long time he's but imposing what, what he's I only remember. gotten bigger since the
0: show ended really wow yeah um, i mean just in terms of like size
1: in size yeah. yeah because when we got there i said well he's we're kind of we're kind of similar height yeah. um but he's just huge yeah. you know big you know like a big like he looks like an nfl player mm-hmm. you know and uh, I, I and and a uh, gentle giant you know mm-hmm. and and um uh i just fell in love with him i thought he was amazing su- sweet su- sweet guy to work with you know and um because i was hoping for that you don't you never know until you meet someone
0: yeah and especially um, people yeah. that you that you idolize in any way they can crush your soul oh dude yeah yeah
1: i'm not i'm not gonna name names but yes that's true
0: yeah. it's happened to almost all of us
1: yeah yeah and um uh, so he was not, he was the opposite of that. He was, oh, he was just to- totally nice and, and, and so cool. And, 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 um, I kept thinking like, how does he have time to work out, man? He must be working 14, 16 hours a day, you know, <laughs> but he still maintained the bam, you know, the Jafar warrior, you know, just ultimate warrior build. Mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, uh, so I thought that was really, really awesome, uh, uh, um, uh, and, and challenging, I think to maintain that over 10 years, you know, but, um, uh I, i'm typically i'm i'm, I'm more like my mom's brothers like um like sort of tall and lean that's just how
0: <laughs> and, and um you know uh, chris
1: had a good 40 pounds of, over me at least
0: <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> well since he stopped drinking i mean it's just like yeah. he's gotten he's yeah. he's like become a physical version of kratos i mean he's just ridiculous in size <laughs> so yeah. Raj and William want to know um if a Stargate this this uh fourth Stargate series uh that Brad's working on I've been calling it SG4. Um is there is there another one? He's he's trying. He's trying with MGM. We'll see. Uh if a new Stargate series does happen um to get itself off the ground uh right. would you like to come back for for an additional uh role and what character kind of character would you like to play?
1: i would only I would only want to, well thanks for the question i mean i I would only want to come back if it was a, you know like a good role mm-hmm.
2: um,
1: either as a guest or a regular on the show you know but like it would it, it, it would be I would have to like it that 's all that 's my rule for anything you know um, like I love the people you know it, it wouldn 't be a matter of in this case if it 's the same people um, if brad um, mm-hmm peter's involved you know like like i i I would be interested because because i I enjoyed working with them but um if it was a role that that wasn't so 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 much to my liking i probably wouldn't be interested in it okay that's fair
0: yeah Yeah. okay yeah no we'll see we'll see what happens i'm i'm um very hopeful so
1: yeah for sure like i I, pardon me i didn't know that until 15 seconds ago there you go
0: (laughs) no it's and (laughs) I, I like that you say you know it would have to be it would have to be the right role I wouldn't just be you know you yeah. y- you're someone who recognizes that that you have a certain amount of resources and a certain amount of talent and you know i want to put it i want to put it to use in this way so and that's that's sure. really fair so yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah. but I mean your franchise list holy cow you've collected them like trading cards i mean it's just there's some <laughs> there's some great ones in there man so
1: there is man. i i you know it's it's, it's and I say it, you know, with all humility, you know, I, I, you know, I've been, and I've enjoyed each one, you know, mm-hmm. um, I think they all have their own special place, uh,
0: you know, and, and, and uh, entertainment that says something, you know, we yeah. didn't talk about Galactica nearly enough. I mean, that it just goes so yeah. deep. And oh, one of man. and I, I hated I, I really, really detested um, the plan, except for the fact that Simon got fleshed out, Yeah. you know.
1: Totally. Yeah. I, I, um, um, well, why did you, why did you not like the plan?
0: I didn't like the plan because I felt like the Cylons basically say, you know what? There wasn't really a plan. We've kind of been making this up as we go along because the mantra of the show was, and they have a plan. And it was, we were, we were expecting this, this lattice work of, of strategy and, didn't really get that. And my other beef with it is that a lot of the characters that I loved were not in it at all. And so it was yeah. it was like Battlestar if we look over here and see what's going on here. And you know, right. Simon Simon got to shine in that and the, the couple of the other characters did right. as well. Um Michael good. um um uh, Anders, you know. So that there were some right. good points about that and Anders. I'm sure having Eddie Direct was amazing. So
1: That was amazing, yeah. Yeah. Um and um I, you know, I, um, it was a classic case of, <clears throat> I really needed the job, um, okay. financially needed to work again. Um, and it was also, I was happy that, as you just said, Simon was so fleshed out, you know, um, because I was, you know, I, I complained to my agent. I said, I said, I, I said, I said, they're flying me up to Vancouver to say, you know, we agree or I concur. Yeah. Just those two words, you know, and, yeah.
0: and cut and you wrap and you get back on the plane and get your fantastic. ass back to Fantastic. And it looks yeah. great. I mean, there's there's a couple episodes where they're all all the Cylons are in one shot, you know. But nothing was going yeah. on for you. It's like, nothing and then happen. the show ends, and it's like, I mean, he got yeah. shot on the bridge. You know what happens yeah. next? Well, here's the plan. So that was great about here's that. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I um um I I I like the I like being directed by Eddie. Um, I, I, he 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 really pushed me, you know, and 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 you know all of us and force us to bring out the very best mm-hmm. we can bring out, you know, and, and, and um, he has a, a pretty, um, um, he, he's very focused all the time, you know, and, 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 and I like, <laughs> God, I like what an that. icon. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, well, when you look at him, the first, well, when I first met him, I was like, you know, thinking Miami Vice, you Yeah. Know? You know, and, you know, <laughs> you know, that, that classic um, performance was, was amazing. And as we as well as all the films he's done, but he's a, he's a super su- su- sweet guy. He's sort of the, everyone's dad on set, you know. Oh. And, and um, but he's constantly busy all the time, all the time on the phone. If he's not on the phone, he's on, se- you know, and, and he's ready to be on set. And um, but he um, he directed us through the plan. And um, uh, uh, he, I remember, I was really trying to break into the to the Comic Con yes. convention world. Circuit and um, he he helped me. You know, I remember calling him. I said I said, "Hey man, I, you know, um, things are a bit tight. Um, I would like to break into this world. I I, I think I have enough, you know, experience in terms so. of the type of, yeah, yeah, like, genre television. You, yeah, 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 genre television. Like, can you point me in the right direction?" And he didn't even you know didn't even think twice. He said Aww. he said, I'm, "I'm going to I'm going to hook you up with someone. I think she'll be a good rep for you." Um, and, uh, I'll, I'll call her and let her know you're going to be, you know, calling her. And that's how I got in, man, you know, and, um, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm always grateful for that. You know, uh, he, he's that kind of person who, you know, if he can help you, he
0: will. Good. That's great to hear about that. You know, and how him and Michael Hogan have stayed, you know, tight, like someone else who, you know, has had, had some tough times lately, but yeah.
1: Sure, man. And I'm so glad you mentioned Michael Hogan. I love Michael Hogan. I know he's going through a a tremendous physical challenge at the moment. I hope he's doing better. Um, I I recently donated to the the GoFundMe.
0: Right, absolutely.
1: Yeah, and um, it's doing really well from what I saw. The the numbers were really, really... I mean really nice. Like people were contributing a lot. I'm things.
0: yeah, I'm so thrilled. I go back every couple of weeks and check it out. It's like, you know what, yeah. yeah, this that it could not it could not happen for a nicer person to get to get oh, uh, sure, that yeah, help. Yeah. So.
1: He, he was easily easily one of my favorite people in Battlestar Galactica. I when I was living on the west side of living in me and buddy we we moved to Marina del Rey for like two years, ended up hating it. But um when I was there, um, I remember going to seven eleven or something, like mm-hmm. eleven or midnight there's nobody there (laughs) the cashier you know (laughs) west side of la you know you know it's not hollywood it's a lot quieter you know yeah and this you know how you can feel someone standing behind you like you can just feel someone Mm -hmm. so someone was standing literally directly behind me and i was like what the hell (laughs) you know like and all i hear is this are you a freaking cylon And it was Michael Hogan. You're
2: God yeah. damn right I am. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, dude,
1: I turned around. You do that very well. Yeah. very well. That voice. Man, that voice and his whole performance. God damn at Starbucks! I turned around and we looked at each other and laughed our asses off. And, and, and I was like, man, oh, my God, what the frack? You know? What the frack? Colonel, the frack?
0: you grew your eye back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. And
1: and I, I, you know, he he's just that kind of guy. You know, oh, that's just, great. Yeah. So I'm glad. I'm so sad to hear what happened to him, but I'm so also happy that that um, you know, he seems to be on the. On the I road think he's gonna be
0: okay. Last question for you, Rick uh Kevin Leach. What projects of yours are upcoming that we can support? Is there anything on the horizon that we can be on the lookout for?
1: Um. Well. Um. Not, I would say, not at the moment in terms okay. of a series or a pilot, um, because the pandemic is yeah. just, just sort of shutting everything down. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, I was, uh, I was supposed to be this really cool. Um, I was in, uh, like I said, the week before the before the World World Health Organization declared a global pandemic. My literally my very last job was for the Cartoon Network, and I was this this ancient. Um, dinosaur who's a king and he has he this is sort of feudal war between him and the other clan of dinosaurs over the next mountain you know (laughs) okay and (laughs) and it was oh and i i I said you know what this is really it's sort of you know renaissance fair sort of you know speak and i said you know what this is going to be really fun and it's for it's for children you know and um i it's perfect perfect job for me like i this is exactly what i want to do right now is is i want to i want to do cartoon and animation
0: yeah just because yeah. it's it's for kids yeah. doesn't mean it's dubbed it's dumbed down
1: so oh, absolutely no no yeah yeah and you know and and, and on a major network you know the cartoon right. network which which i love um uh and so it was doubly awesome for me and um they sent me over all the stuff i was in london uh when i did it we they they said well we can do we can do it from london we'll find a place so i went mm. and that was really fun to go to be in another country and do the voiceover. And, and then they're watching on Skype as I'm doing the whole thing, you know. And um, they just said, hey, "Just have fun with it." <laughs> so, That's so great. I made him sound a lot like, um, yeah, I made him sound a lot like Dean Fogg on The Magician. <laughs> uh, but, but maybe turned up, just put a not. little of
0: the Dean in there. Yeah, a little of the Dean. Little I'm little looking dean. forward to seeing this show. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go yeah. turn around and watch a of,
1: it. A lot of swearing in that show. <laughs>
0: and, uh, <laughs> what doesn't these days? Exactly I mean, even right. Star Trek does. Say, yeah, exactly. i have a real problem with that one but anyway all right yeah well same, same yeah. <laughs> rick um, uh, yeah this has been but, uh, yeah, man, this has been so
1: much fun man thank you so much for uh, you know i'm glad we're able to do this and, and and thank you so much
0: absolutely i and i we're gonna be doing commentaries next season i would love to have you on to, to have a commentary on the warrior and i'm hoping of to course. get i'm hoping to get chris um so we'll see. Will you uh, will you hang on uh, for me while I wrap up the show? Yeah, absolutely. I'll be right back with you. Thank right, you bye. so much. You take care bye. of yourself. Bye-bye, guys. Rick Worthy, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to Dial the Gate. Uh, before I let you guys go, I have fan art. Katano fan art. The guest artist, Rogue Dragon. From my series that was inspired by Scully7491, some chibi ish characters from my newest obsession, Stargate SG1. Uh, Imhotep, he posed uh, as his own ex first prime to try and use the Jaffa's desire for freedom against them. I guess that's what these, these things are called. These are chibli characters, they're kind of really cool. But yeah, Rogue Dragon. So you can submit your original art at dialthegateshow at gmail.com. Our sponsor, before I wind down, uh, let me see, where did I... Where'd my note go? Oh, here it is. Dial the Gate has partnered with 3D Tech Pro for the month of December to give you a chance to get your very own desktop Stargate and customized ancient keychain. To enter to win, you need to use a desktop or laptop computer and visit dialthegate.com. Scroll down to submit trivia questions. Your trivia may be used in a future episode of Dial the Gate, either for our monthly trivia night or a special guest to ask me in a round of trivia. There are three slots for trivia, one easy, one medium, one hard. Only one needs to be filled in. You're more than welcome to submit up to three, though. Please note the submission form does not currently work on mobile devices your trivia must be received before january 1st 2021 if you're the lucky winner i'll be notifying you via your email right after the start of the new year to get your address and what word you want on your ancient keychain and be sure to check out our partner's website for more stargate related merchandise at 3dtech.pro this model of atlantis 3dtech.pro isn't it a badass there you go if you want something like it go check it out all right I appreciate uh, you sticking around. We're going to be having Garwin Sanford on in about 15 minutes here. I'm David Reed. My thanks to Rick Worthy. And we'll uh, see you on the other side. Dial the Gate is hosted and executive produced by David Reed. The producer is Darren Sumner. Co-produced by Linda Fury. The composer is Neil Acree. Animations by Bryce Ores. The production assistant is Jennifer Kirby. Moderators include Summer Roy, Keith Homel, Tracy Noller, Jeremy Heiner, Reese M., and Anthony Rowling. Logo design by Deborah J. Bell. Additional effects by Thomas Tots, with contributions by model makers Chris Baker, Stephen Barr, Kevin Zabo, and Tom Paris. The archivists are Linda Fury, Zachary Adams, and Fred Eric Marcoux. For general inquiries for submissions, please contact us at dialthegateshow at gmail.com. Visit our website for the upcoming schedule, as well as an archive of our past episodes at dialthegate.com.